Thought so loud, thought so wow that I need to get them out, yeah. Thought so loud, thought so blow that I need to speak them out, damn. Thought so loud, thought so pow, make a sound, can't be missing, man. Thought so loud, thoughts high brow, talking shit while you listen now. Did you ever think about that before? Cause I have. What's up, my people, and welcome to the 18th episode of Loud Thoughts with me, your host, True Loudy, bringing it to you raw like a dangling deer that's ready to be diced and sliced, cooked up in a stew and fed to you, you know what I mean? I got the hotness for you today, bringing it on, uh, I don't know, like five hours of sleep, you know how it goes. Motherfucker's been busy, just got back from vacation, didn't sleep at all because I was hanging with that baby, you know what I mean? Getting up, getting up, yup, baby's up. Crying, moving about, undulating, making noises. Uh, that's just how it goes when you got a kid. I, I don't fucking know, man. I don't know how my brother does it. I don't know how my other brother does it. He's got five. He's had to go through that for basically the past 13, 14 years of his life. Just crying-ass babies. Just crying-ass babies all the time. But they bring you joy, so I guess it's all right. That's his life, not mine, so doesn't really matter. Just giving you a little lowdown on the sleep situation. I don't know why. Just thought you might like to know how I'm doing. How are you doing, by the way? Go ahead. I'll give you three seconds to answer. That's great. Oh, it's really good to hear. Or, um, sorry about that. It'll get better. That's another answer that I could give you. Today's episode is all about saying yes. Yes! Accepting your life and where it is. This could be the whole podcast right here, just saying that and then be like, inspirational quote, and then just outro. But, you know, that's not how we do it here on Loud Thoughts. I like to delve a little bit deeper, prod, poke, you know, get the oil out, the mud, examine it, burn it off. You know how we do, baby. So, without further ado, say yes. So, I should probably start this podcast off by saying that I am not a sage. By any means, I am not an individual that is perfect. In fact, I find myself struggling most days to be the person that I want to be. And I guess that's part of the reason I started the podcast in the first place was to essentially hold myself accountable for the beliefs that I have and also to kind of search out what I do believe and to find meaning, more meaning in life. This past summer, I was not in a good place. And I didn't know what I believed. I didn't have any sort of concrete system to help me get through my life. And upon much reflection, I was able to kind of start discerning what I wanted out of life and the type of person that I really wanted to be, the type of person that I wanted to become. And so, this is kind of a disclaimer, I guess you could say, just in regards to the podcast. And, like, I don't think um, I am perfect in any way, like I said. And all the things I say are just opinions and thoughts that come up in the moment. 
uh, or thoughts that I've had throughout the week, things that I have been thinking of. Some of them, you know, are things that have become part of my belief system over time or have been for a while, but maybe I'm reconnecting with them. Because when you become lost through depression and anxiety, um, you, you lose yourself. So rediscovering yourself is an important part of uh, the development process, you know, where you were and where you want to be. And so that, that being said, um, I've come to the conclusion that one of these things that I've let slip by me and one of the one of the tenements that I used to live by for a while was that of acceptance and the power of yes, which is actually um, this philosopher Eckhart Tolle. It's kind of his thing. He's like the power of yes. The more you say yes to things, the more you accept things. Um, your situation, right, is usually what he's talking about your present situation within your life. He uses the example of traffic, which is a really good one because we're all like, no one wants to be in traffic. When we get in it, we're like, fuck my life. I hate this. Why is everyone so stupid? Why is everyone on the road right now? It's all about you, right? It has nothing to do with everyone else. It's just your current situation, which everyone else is sharing in, but it sucks. And so basically what Eckhart Tolle says is, is that when you say no, 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 um, you just reiterate this feeling of helplessness and, and the sense of wanting to control the situation, right? When you say no all the time to things. And so essentially, the idea is that we want to be able to say yes to more things in our life and accept the things in our lives so that we can um, walk through it more peacefully. And this is something I used to practice a long time ago and not even that well. Like, honestly, I just was aware of it more than anything and put it into practice in certain ways. But I was thinking about the power of acceptance and the power of just saying yes to things. When things are going poorly, you just, you just dance in the fucking rain. Dance it up. Get wet. Who cares? Life is messy. And so the more we can learn to be okay with what's going on in our lives, the more comfortable we become. And I've noticed in my life, there have been big portions of it that I've struggled to accept. Without doing so, life is really difficult. <laughs> And I know I've, I've said that on this podcast before, like, life's so difficult when you don't do this. But, I mean, it really is. With, with this whole thing in acceptance, um, it's really about this battle of control. When we don't accept things the way they are, we seek to control um, these situations in our life, and that just brings out... Um, a lot of friction. And so for me personally, one of the biggest things that I struggled to accept was the fact that parkour was damaging me in a way that was very unhealthy or the way I was practicing parkour, it was damaging me plus some sort of um, 
possible health issues that were contributing to this in, insanely high inflammation that caused me to have injuries. I mean, I was getting injured all the time. Almost every time I'd go out and train, something would feel weird or get messed up and it makes you kind of feel insane. You know, they say the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Well, that was entirely the position I was in when I was training parkour and going out and jumping on things. I'm injured. I can work around the injury. Let me just go jump on some stuff, whatever. You know, struggling, like I said earlier, struggle, struggling to accept that this is unhealthy the way that I'm approaching my training, struggling to accept you're injured. You need to rest. Parkour is very addicting because you get this immense feeling of success when you learn a trick or when you complete a line, which is a series of movements in a row successfully, and it becomes incredibly addictive because of that. So I didn't recognize that. I didn't, I like maybe I did, like a part of me did, but wholly I couldn't accept, right? that I had this addiction. I was like, oh, it can't be bad. It's I'm exercising my body. But in a high-impact sport where you have health issues that are creating this high inflammation, which I didn't know at the time, um, or diet that my diet probably was contributing to it as well, um, and you're just pounding your body into the pavement over and over and over again because you're addicted to the feeling of accomplishment and success and can't translate that into other areas of your life, which I couldn't do. No, I just need to be fit. It needs to be all related to fitness. Gains, all the time gains. Physical gains. When you can't accept that, or when I couldn't accept it, is when it became completely damaging to me. Like I couldn't accept that my body was struggling to keep up. And so, you know, I ended up beating it into the ground. And then when I had to quit parkour, that's when the real acceptance needed to happen and didn't. The acceptance of the situation that, hey, you can't do this anymore at the level that you really want to. And actually, you're doing way more harm to yourself physically and mentally than good by pursuing this over and over again, especially in the same way that you have been. It took about three years to meet this point of being okay not doing parkour and not having it be a part of my life. I want to make a documentary at some point called Life After Parkour because there's a lot of people that leave the sport for different reasons. Some are from injuries, a lot are from injuries. Some are people that just wanted to pursue other interests or hobbies. And uh, those are kind of the two ends right there for the most part. Usually people don't get bored because there's so much to do. You may be a hobbyist and that's why you leave, but people that pursue it professionally, those are the two reasons. They get bored. They get maybe not bored of it, but they, they feel like they've hit a plateau and they're just kind of like, well, what do I do from here? Because there's not a lot of ways to make money doing it. So you just go, okay, well, whatever. I guess I'll move on to something else now. I'm really good at this shit. I guess I'll move on to something else, right? Or you get injured and you're like, oh no, my life. Parkour is so powerfully addictive that when you when you 
start doing it, you become sucked in. And so, you know, when I started doing it, I was like, oh, this is my life now. After day one, I was like, this is what I'm doing. Figured it out. And so back to the acceptance thing. When I lost it, I was like, I was devastated. And it took me years to accept, about three years to accept that I was no longer going to be doing this thing. Holy and fully in my heart, say yes, that was a part of your life. It's time to move on and do other things. And find other interests to enjoy because while parkour is super three-dimensional, <laughs> quite literally, <laughs> the, the idea of doing one thing for the rest of your life can be one-dimensional and limiting. It's like people that practice religion, right? Like you do that and then that's all you do. As far as trying to see, it closes off your worldview, essentially. So when we do the same thing with hobbies and interests, it can... It can close off your view of other things other hobbies that you could be doing or other skills you could be developing um and the fifth stage of of loss and grieving is acceptance right so it's like you have to get to that point in order to move on to anything else that you do in your life and the more we resist the ebb and flow of life the more we push back and try to control it the more drained we become. And that's something I've, I noticed is like once I accepted and let go of the fact that I wasn't, you know, an athlete anymore, um, I just became happier. I became much more content with the little things in life. I still struggle, obviously. There it is, the word again. Struggle. I still struggle. Looking in the mirror is weird. I'm going to be like really honest with you guys right now. Looking in the mirror, super weird for me because I used to have this very athletic body, very developed and honed in for the practice. And now that I don't do this high impact sport anymore, my body's changing. I'm also getting older too, so my body's changing. And I look at it and I go, oh, you're a fucking piece of shit. You're such a fat fuck. But really, in, in reality, I'm not. In my head, I am <laughs> because I was so used to seeing myself as someone in this athletic stage of their life. And so I do struggle, there it is again, with acceptance in certain areas of my life that revolve around parkour. But the idea that this was is my life, it's not really an issue anymore. I've moved on to other things. And I think that's an important part of the growth and development process for any human being is to move on to other things, try other things. Life is so complex and it offers a variety of paths and avenues, ways for you to travel down. So why not try to see things from different perspectives and enjoy all that life has to offer? If you can, you know. I, I just feel like that's kind of the point I'm at in my life. And just saying yes to, to more things too. Yes to opportunities that come up. I spent a lot of my life um, rationalizing why I can't do things or why I shouldn't do things. Within reason, you don't want to do things that are going to be detrimental to your health or bad for other people. I'm not like, oh, I've never done crack. I should really try that. It sounds like fun. <laughs> I've always thought maybe it was, you know, it's not good for me, but, you know, opportunity 
has arisen, so I should take it. I should fucking put that rock right in that pipe. And then, you know, get after it. No, 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 no. I mean, more so opportunities to go do things, like go on a hike with somebody or, you know, go hang out with some people or, I don't know, a new job or, you know, an event that you're like, oh, I feel socially anxious right now. I shouldn't go. I was talking about that with one of my friends. Just I just got back from Seattle to visit my big-headed baby boy of a nephew. Six months old, heads can barely be held up by his spine. It's just so big. He like wobbles it back and forth because he's when he's tired because his body just can't hold it up anymore from the day. Plops it on your shoulder. Poor kid, dude. His ears are massive too. They're like the size of my ears and he's only six months. It's wild. But anyway, I digress. My friend that I visited in Tacoma and I were just talking about uh, that whole thing with um, saying like, Essentially, dude, I completely lost my train of thought. What the fuck? Uh, yeah. So, oh, <laughs> that's so funny, dude. That's never happened. That's never happened before. Oh my god. So we, yeah, we were chatting about saying yes to shit. What were you chatting about? Oh my god, dude. This is gonna drive me nuts, dude. Are you kidding me? We were. We were chatting, we were chatting about some stuff and some things, and, um, oh, yeah, social anxiety, dude, oh my god, Jesus, thanks for hanging in there, guys, fuck me, uh, so we were talking about (laughs) social anxiety, and him not wanting to leave the house and go do things, because he works from home, and he's just, uh, you know, we're, we're very similar in that way. I'm definitely an extrovert, which I've realized recently. I'm always, I was always like, I'm an introvert. I like hanging out and getting stoned and playing video games. But really, that's just because I like getting stoned and playing video games that I don't want to leave my house. So it's just, I wasn't doing anything. But him and I were talking and, you know, I was, I was telling him, I was like, dude, you need to, you should get out more. You should go do things more, be around people, say yes to more things, say yes to more opportunities to like get out of your comfort zone because... You know, you don't create new memories by sitting around and, and just saying no to everything. We we can tell ourselves we're not going to enjoy something, but you don't know until you do it. And the worst, worst comes to worst, you got a new memory. Oh no, terrible. I got a new memory of something hilarious that happened or, you know, whatever. So yeah, I think just saying yes and accepting opportunities as well is important within reason. But also just being being okay with where you're at in life. There's that cliche ass fucking meme where it's like it's like you are where you're supposed to be. Super cliche. You you are where you need to be right now at this point in your life. Don't worry. But also like yeah, you should worry. You should be doing things to get to where you want to be. But also if you're doing that, if you're doing what you can within that is within your control, then you should be okay. Should be like, oh, oh, I'm doing what I can. You know, we want things now. We want everything right now in front of us. We live in a world of instant gratification, right? We all know it. We all fucking know it. But when we look at our lives, we don't see it in the long term a lot of the time. You know, we want what we want tomorrow or the next day or the next week. 
And then so planning for the future and saying yes to things um, and yes to the predicament that you're in or the situation you're in is important. Because when you accept that you're maybe you're in a shitty situation, right? Um, you, you know, we don't really struggle to say yes to when we're in good situations. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, oh I'm in a good situation. Yes. <laughs> you know, no, you just got you just you just live in it. It's that friction when when things go outside of our expectation. Right. And we're like, fuck, this is not what I want from my life. But. You can start deciphering what you can control and breaking that down into digestible pieces so that you can start making a difference in your life and building the life you want. But you have to start with accepting the now, the present moment that you're in, the situation that you're in. And it's not going to be easy. It's like, you know, you to get out of a bad situation or a situation that you don't want to be in, it takes work. It takes hard work. So... Episode 15, episode number 15. Go check it out. That's that's all it is. But like I said, you have to start with saying yes and accepting where you are in order to move on. That's the only way. Because if you live through your life with resentment the whole time you're trying to build something, that just saps your energy for the positive shit in your life. So, yeah, man. Go out there. Say yes to more stuff. Accept you. Accept your life, baby. It's the only way. And that's pretty much all I got for you folks today. Sorry about uh, my brain not working for a second there. I hope you enjoy that little intermission of brain fog and fartage. The brain fart. I don't even know what it, what would a brain fart sound if a brain could fart. Would it fart out knowledge or memories? Or would it sound kind of like electricity because of all the neural energy in there? What would a brain farting actually sound like, you guys? I don't know. I have no idea, actually. That Maybe it's more liquidy. It's a lot of liquid up in the brain. Got to protect it. Got to protect it from concussions and uh, whatever else. I guess any head trauma, really. Switching around there. Uh, thanks for, for listening. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I hope you got something out of it that's the whole reason i do it that's well, also for me too which i definitely describe in the beginning of this podcast it's, it's about me too you know it's not just about you you selfish fuck just out here listening to me how dare you but also i really appreciate you thanks so much um love you guys i love you if you enjoyed the podcast please go ahead and share it just go on spotify Hit the share button, copy the link, send it to a bunch of your friends. That's all you got to do. And you're helping me out. And then I can help you out by making more podcasts. Because you know how motivating it is to just watch the exponential growth? It's very motivating. I'm like, ooh, mm, yes. There's something about that. You know, when we see growth in areas, you just want to, you know, keep working on them. So... Like when you see your biceps get big from doing so many curls, you're like, mm, I'm going to get to do some more curls, make these biceps even bigger. It's just how it goes, baby. So go ahead and like it, share it, subscribe to it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and go put a review on Apple Podcasts if you haven't done that yet. Just go to Apple Podcasts. You're going to click oh, write a review. You're going to do five stars. You're going to say that this guy is great in the comment section of that review, or you can say... Uh, 
True Loudy sent me here. He's neat. Whatever you want to do. You can write whatever you want. I'm not going to tell you what to do with your life. Just have a blast with it. And, you know, send it to some people. Send the podcast to people. Let them know. Let them know what's up. Much love. Thanks for listening, as always. If you want to get in touch with me, True Loudy, T-R-U-E-L-O-U-D-Y, at Gmail, or on Instagram. But, you know, if you're listening to this, you probably already know that. I also have a SoundCloud, soundcloud.com, backslash True Loudy, and YouTube, True Loudy. Just like it sounds, baby, just like I spelled it out for you earlier. Much love, and may you be blessed as you move through the streets of this life, trying to navigate which way is wrong and which way is right. <laughs>